More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney here with you this morning, along with the great predictor Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Porochka. This is our day before Thanksgiving podcast. Hope everybody's uh, ready and uh, raring to go for a big uh, turkey day. Uh, Steve, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Hank. I'm getting on a plane here after we do this podcast. Going to go visit my mom. Oh, and my okay. mother-in-law, yeah, in San Diego, San- God's, God's country. country, as you refer well, you know, to it it's, as. It's, you know what? I, I've changed that because last time I was there, Hank, yeah, I, I I went and there's you know there's a lot of homeless there, and I feel sorry for the homeless. Uh, okay, but they're all they're all over the place. Yeah, holidays so is a bad time for homeless too. Yeah, no, it's it's not yeah. good. But uh, I I pledge never ever to live in in Southern California or California proper again. I'm not, oh, I'm really? not doing it. No, never. And the reason being is because well, I was I didn't know a, you were thinking about moving back anyways, but no, no, yeah. but I, I, I just, I, I, I like visiting, but I've got to pick my spots. I, uh, it's a big problem. Jeez. No, man, it's, it's, a, it's not a, uh, not a place that I'd want to live. Yeah. I, it's just, tough. You know, All right. Yeah. But you got, but you're going to see, see your mom for Thanksgiving, which is great. And, um, Gonna have a, a a big uh who just you and, and Michelle your wife going or what do you, who's yeah you just just Michelle and I are going and we're gonna we're gonna spend some time with our with our moms and that'll be fun good and, there you go uh, you know Thanksgiving takes on a whole different complexion uh, nowadays because you know it's about the food but Michelle and I have our our diets are such now that we uh thanksgiving is not probably the best holiday for us really what what is your what what's your diet restrictions we knocked out we knocked out dairy a number of years ago okay both of you yeah yeah no dairy and okay. then the gluten the gluten is uh will kill you so we knocked out the gluten too so we're gluten free dairy free 
And uh, there's not a lot of dairy in Turkey. There's not a lot of gluten in Turkey. What? What? I don't understand. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure where you're going with this. You got your pumpkin pie. You've got your stuffing. Okay. Well, you've got a lot of okay. the fixings that are made with butter and all that. And I asked uh, one of our teachers, who used to be a chef, by the way, I asked her. I said, uh, "What? What would a pumpkin pie taste like that is gluten free and dairy free?" And she said it would taste pretty much like crap, Steve. It would taste terrible. <laughs> So I, right. I, I was I was hoping, but no, it, it no, it's not good. Okay. All right, okay. Well, you got you can just double up or triple up on the turkey. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> It'll be all right. I mean, but what about you? What about you with the knees? What are you uh, doing? I'm hobbling around. We got we're going over to some uh, friends' house and a bunch of people going nice. over. So that'll be nice. a, a big time. Everybody's got kids, so you know the kids will be running around, and uh, I'll be. Uh, I'll be pretty much horizontal with the feet up, trying to get, keep the swelling down on the uh, new knees, and uh-huh. uh, probably watching the uh, Cowboys. I think I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the Cowboys for uh, Thanksgiving. What do you, uh, you you got a <laughs> prediction for them? They play the Billies, don't they? Yeah, they for play Thanksgiving. The oh yep. man, yep. the, the at Bills Cowboy, are eight and at three. Jerry World. They're playing at Jerry World. Yeah, that's that's a good place for them because uh, that that whole deal that we talked about last week, where yesterday that. Uh, Dak Prescott was great in the rain. Was didn't that didn't hold up? No, it didn't. Well, so, won't be, won't, won't be a problem at Jerry World. They'll have the, the roof will be closed and it'll be all nice and cozy in there. Now I had the the my overall record for the Cowboys. My prediction was a a nine and seven year record. Right now they're six and five, so they can win three more games yeah. and lose two more games. So yeah. uh, I'm seeing. You know, I know the Rams game is probably going to be a loss for the for okay. the Cowboys. Yeah, what about the Bears? You know what? The Bears the Bears are not not that great. I'm saying I'm I'm thinking the Bills are doing pretty well. I think I I'm going to predict a loss for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, and then you on gonna... Thanksgiving. And then they're going to finish strong. They're going to finish strong. They're going to they're lose to the they'll beat the Bears, they'll lose to the Rams, they'll beat the Eagles and the Redskins and it'll be 9 and 7. And the great predictor will be a perfect record for the year, and uh, I will get no credit for that. No, you, you'll get you'll, you'll get a lot of credit for that because that's a good that's a good call. All right, well, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I think the uh, Cowboys are going to right the ship. They come back strong whenever they got the back against the wall, and they're uh, they got it right where they like it right now, which is back against the wall. So I'm feeling feeling pretty good about them. For I'll take the Cowboys uh, against the. Oh, uh, nice. Bills. Okay. Yeah. I'll take the Cowboys. Are you going to take the points? Are you like you usually do? Are you going to do a technical deal where you take the points? Or you go the over under? What, what, what are you is doing? it? I don't even know what the spread is. I don't worry about the spreads. I just well, you I threw just, that out there on us before, and I thought, man, Hank's really serious about this. Yeah, I what think he's going to put what some dollars it? down. What, on what, this what thing. do we got, Tim? What you're the you're the Vegas odds maker? What's uh, t- Minnesota Tim Parashka? What what's the uh, Cowboys on the uh, odds for that deal? Uh, Cowboys are minus six and a half. Ooh, ooh, minus six. Ah, they'll win by seven. Yeah, no problem. Okay. <laughs> going to be a big day. Okay. It's going to be All big. Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, so Minnesota Tim, give us your uh, Thanksgiving. Steve uh, gave us a pretty gloom, uh, <laughs> gloomy forecast there with his, because he's, 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 I guess he wants us to feel sorry because he can't have a pumpkin pie. And uh, I'm going to have Steve's pumpkin pie. And and my own, and uh, <laughs> Steve's going to have a lot of turkey because he can't have other stuff. 
What do you happen? <laughs> I, I love how Steve uh, phrased it, you know, because Derry's going to kill you. Well, it's like, <laughs> Steve, we're all going to die, you know. I mean, come on, man. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to have turkey. I'm going to have pumpkin pie. This is the first time I've uh, been in Minnesota for four years now for Thanksgiving. Um, oh, last, okay. Last, yeah, last Thanksgiving when I was in D.C., I've spent the last three by myself, but last year I went out into the, Steve was talking about the homeless earlier in the show, and uh, last year I went out and made 102 turkey sandwiches and passed them out to D.C. homeless. Uh, so Wow. Yeah, last year that's what we're, I did. At Jimmy John's? No, no, I uh, bought turkey and bought ha- bread and bought mustard and went back to my apartment, made 102 sandwiches. and then oh, How did you come up on. with 100? How did you, that's a very nice thing to do. How, how did you uh, come up with the 102? Um, well, I just estimated how much bread to grab and estimated how much turkey to grab. And at the end of it, it was just 102. I was looking to make 100, and then I ended up making 102 because that's how much was left over. So. And you just went and found people to give it to. Yeah, there's a lot of homeless around D.C. as well, a lot of parks. And, um, bread and yeah, that's uh, bread and and turkey. Is that what it was 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 on there or what? Yeah, I had bread, turkey, and mustard. I had the option of mustard. I carried the mustard with me in my hand, and I asked them <laughs> if they wanted mustard on it, and I served it to them right in front of them. So, yeah. okay. All right, all right. Well, that's good. That's very, very nice. See, Tim will do some charity work. Steve, you got yeah. I mean, that gosh, that makes me look bad, Tim. That should really help. That should see. You should put that on your resume when you go on these uh, dating sites you go on, and um, I think that would be a, something that a, a girl would like really look up oh, to. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Think Steve, that's a big feather in a that's a feather in a fellow's cap. Absolutely, that's showing some great character right there. Yeah, really yeah. good, really good, really good character. I just feel embarrassed. I don't. I I, I feel like I don't want to throw that just in people's faces. You know. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like somebody will just feel like it's one of those. A great uh, character thing you got going. Why don't you? You right. should. You should uh, really. Embrace I it. think. Uh, yeah, embrace it. I think I would. Somebody's gonna like that, especially on Match. dot com. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's that's where you are now, right? Match. dot com. Match. dot com. I've already told one person about it. So uh, yeah, we're talking. We're setting up our date right now. Getting a little coffee really? this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like we're making it. it happen. We're making it happen. It's uh the, now this is a site where you got to pay a little. How much does it cost on a match.com? It was uh six, 60 dollars for three months. Ooh man, that's pretty expensive. God, $60. that is steep, man. Steve, jeez. You better oh. find a love connection in that. Man, alive! You better get a married out of that deal. Sixty <laughs> bucks. Wow. I'm not. I'm that's not. Tr- I'm not Steve Johnson cheap though. So I'm not. I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, Steve! Did that, hurt? that hurts me. That hurts me when he says that stuff like oh, that. Oh man, that hurts. Tim got a new car, you know. Steve, Tim got a new car. Did you know that? Well, I saw the pictures. It's great car, the Buick. Yeah, four wheel drive, one American. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. But you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, we love Tim Parachka, and a lot of our listeners love Tim Parachka too, Hank. And we've had a lot of Tim Parachka has had a lot of support and a lot of encouragement for his his love life. What, what, Tim, what are you laughing about there? Oh, I was just getting a chuckle out of Steve's uh, introduction here. <laughs> well, he does. I mean, I, we, we've talked about it a while. And one of the guys sent me an email and says, you know, Tim, Tim, you know, he, what he should really do if he's bowling a lot, he should go get a, a manicure because the bowling ball messes up your cuticles. Tim, have you ever had a manicure? Uh, no, I haven't. Seriously, have you ever had a pedicure? 
No, no, not at all. Steve, manicure or pedicure? Um, I've done both. I've done both. When Haven't done the them in a while, time? though. Oh, it's been a long time. Probably just, oh gosh, just after college, probably. Really? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Since you've had what? A manicure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking pretty good. I do, I do self manicures. I've, uh, I work on my own. <laughs> Since college. How old are you? Yeah. I'm old. I'm 59, Hank. I'm 50. Old. <laughs> yeah. But my, you know what? My, my cuticles, my cuticles look like they're only 57 though. <laughs> So it's oh, good. <laughs> oh, oh man. You guys need to, uh, Tim, what about you? No, never, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I you should it. go into one of those places and just have a, you know, Lu Lucy's uh, uh, nails and go <laughs> in there and just plot. Here's what you do. Cause a lot of times you're nervous about going in. You go in, you walk in, they say, uh, do you want Manny or Petty? And you just say both. And then they go over there and they stick in a chair it's a, it's a nice chair. It's got a, a little uh, uh, massager to it. So you oh, sit, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. See, yeah, you're reclined. You're in a chair. You got a massager. And it's one of those back massager things. Kind of like that. T Tim, you got that lazy boy at your apartment at, yeah. uh, down there at, at uh, St. Louis, Minnesota. Um, lazy boy right next to the, you got it outside the closet. And um, that is, that. That massager chair, but it's kind of a similar chair, except it's got massagers in it. Okay. So, but it's also got a, at the end, it's got a sink. So we're a little, the sink is for your feet. Okay. So you sit in the chair, the massagers get going, you sit in the chair, they fill up the, the bottom sink. You want to make sure it's clean. Make sure they got a clean one. Don't, you know, cause you can get, you can get a little fungi in there. You don't want to get yeah, that. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You yeah. Don't you don't want to do get that. that fungi in there. So, so uh, clean that thing up, make sure it's all clean to ask them, ask them, ask uh, Lucy or June or whoever it is that's in there. Ask them if it's clean. Okay. Just, just ask them. Um, okay. Because I'm telling you, you don't want a fungi. That's not what you want. When you're in there, do you see Robert Kraft in there? <laughs> yeah, <Hank>? there was. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, this is a nail salon. Oh, actually, oh, one okay. of the best ones Sorry is Ken's. That. Ken's is a great one. Thing. Ken's. Uh, a lot, if you, every town has a Ken's <laughs> nail salon. Every town. Okay. Every town. Okay. You got. I guarantee. Robert Kraft special. I guarantee you got a Ken's nail salon at uh, at, at near you, Tim. In a, in, a, in a Minnesota near you, and Steve, I'm going to employ. I, I want you to do this too. I think I think you, okay. I would like to get a report back on how your your uh, manicure went. Okay, I'm. A, you know what? When I go to San Diego, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get one, and I'm going to give uh, okay, you a report that's when good. I get let's, back. And okay. Let's have a little, maybe a little. We'll have. I want a little feedback on how this went, Tim. Uh, I want you to make a commitment to uh, Manny Petty, uh, and and uh, you got to. Here's how you do it. So they they. They first they do the the mani or the pedi. They do the feet. Uh, they do a little scrubby on your foot, which can get you a little. Are you a little ticklish there on the bottom? Yeah, yeah, a little ticklish. Yeah, a little ticklish. Yeah. Okay, you got to watch out for that because that'll get you a squirming. So that's all right. They, they laugh when you do it. So it's it's you know when you start wiggling around, you know you can trying to get, you know you try to get in a in a position you know and and it. They kind of laugh at you and ask if it tickles, and you say yes, and you know, and then they just keep doing it. So, but um, so they do that. Then when, when you want buff or polish, go with go with just buff. Don't go polish. You don't want any. You know, don't unless you want to pick a color, Tim. You can do that. Um, but just go with that. And then on the next thing, I would suggest is that, that okay. So they do that first, and then they do the mani. 
uh, which is manicure, and that comes next, and you're going to enjoy that too. Same thing. Uh, tell them no polish, just a buff. Uh, but make sure they buff it up. You want a nice, nice, nice and shiny for the for the date. I think this could really help you, especially if you've never had one. With Tim's marathon running, I would say his feet probably need to be pampered. Oh man, he needs because, to go. You know, he definitely yeah. need a pedicure. Wow, yeah. man, it's the bottom of your feet. It's everything. You got a little little rough roughness there. Anywhere on the bottom? No, I have pretty good feet. I have pretty you good sure? feet. Yeah. You sure? You sure? You got heel roughness, a little heel crack, maybe? So some some people some people have a crack in their heel. Yeah, not you too bad at that? all. I'm I'm feeling my heels right now, and they, they feel pretty good. Yeah, they feel okay, pretty well, good. Okay, well, I'm telling you'll enjoy it. Don't worry. Just trust me on this one. Okay, this is not going to be an expensive deal. Uh, they'll try. They'll they'll pull out the menu. This is the way it goes. They'll pull out the menu, and they'll try to upsell you. Uh, you know, if you want the uh, mango, uh, mango petty, mango uh, manny, uh, just just tell me you want just normal, just just standard. Don't you, unless you want a you know nice uh, nice uh, paraffin wax maybe on your foot, a little feel feel good. You know, I put it in a, a bag over with some wax on there and they nice hot wax, uh, maybe a little carnuba hot wax, and they put that on there and it feels nice. You could do that too. That's another option for you if you if you if you're you know really into this the first time. But I think probably just the first time, just go standard. You're, you're, you both you guys are kind of you know. Steve, for you, for sure, go standard. Don't you won't go the okay. upgrade? I know that you don't. You don't yeah. do upgrades. Uh, but I want to. I want to have a report back from you guys on this. I okay. think this is, I think this right. is something that's going to help you guys a lot. Do you think you think that's going to help Tim's dating life? Well, it's a good point that the fellow made who who sent him the email. You know, you got if you're bowling, uh, maybe yeah. that maybe you should have a cuticle uh, trimmed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, and and he's just he was just one of the guys that had had uh, chimed in. But well, you know what, Hank, we received a an actual from Tim Batch, Bachelor. We received a poem, and this guy spent a lot of time. Uh, nice poem. There, it rhymes, but it's 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 actually it's given Tim it's given Tim some advice. He's heard us talk. He listens to he listens right. to the podcast, and he's giving us right, some like advice. Like All right, here, let's do this. Let's 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 uh, take a little break. Uh, hear from our uh, sponsors, and we'll be right back with the uh, Minnesota Tim poem that uh, came in. How about that? That'll be good. This will be greatness. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never seen before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hank 80 Podcast. All right, here, here we go. Um, we got a, an email in. A, a fella emailed us a poem about our great producer, Minnesota Tim Porochka. And uh, this, I think this, Steve, you're going to do a reading of this. But Tim, how did it, it came, we got an email address. People can send in emails and uh, give, give, give the address out. Tell us how, how this came about. Yeah, so uh, we got an email from James. James Stack is his name. Uh, he goes by Jim. And um, he sent us an email, HankCaneyGolf at Outlook.com. And I read it. He messaged me on Twitter. And I did a little research on the guy. He was the Minnesota Timberwolves general manager in 2004. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, are, are you sure about that? Yes. Yeah. Did Is he the one you interviewed with? I mean, didn't you interview for that job? No, I did not. Well, I mean, you're... you're you're a basket. You love basketball. I, I know love you love basketball. basketball. Yeah, I, I could. I could do the job, but I've never. Uh... Didn't you? Are you interviewed? You something you applied? Yeah, for, it was the announcer. It was the in-house announcer. You were going to be the announcer. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to be the. I know announcer. you applied for something. What was it? It wasn't a coach. It was. A, it was. A... It was the announcer in the building. You know, he's got two free throws or whatever. Uh, the guy that. Okay, give, give us a little. Give us a little preview of your tape. Tell us how you did it. What 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 did you go with? What what is a guy? Guys, yeah. Give me. Give us your favorite player shooting two. Give give it. To us. <laughs> so we got. Let's say we got. Let's say it's two thousand four. Okay, you got Kevin Garnett. Um, I'll do a little. Uh, starting. We're, all, we're going all the way back to two thousand four. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Timberwolves. Who's right your now. last favorite player on the team? Is two thousand four? Yeah, two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, right. we'll go back to. That's when okay. the Timberwolves were good. Uh, so Kevin Garnett right. was the uh, starting forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll do a, a starting. Well, what about maybe? You should, maybe you should pick a, a, a more a, a player that's like more recent, like you know, 
no, like this dated. That's a little dated. Why don't you pick one like a more up to date, or maybe pick one from that other team you love, the 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 girls team you love the, uh, <laughs> the Minnesota the, Lynx. What do they call them? The Lynx. Yeah, the Lynx. They're the, yeah. they're, aren't they the champions, or have they been? The, they've been the champions. I know. I've, I follow it closely. Yeah, yeah, they've been. Yeah. They've been. Okay, well, yeah. if you could pick a Lynx player if you want, you can pick any player you want. Who are you going to go with? All right, I'll go current player right now, Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Okay, Carl Anthony Towns. Am I supposed to do a starting lineup introduction, or what am I supposed to do? Yeah, starting. Uh, yeah, starting lineup introduction. Tim Parachka uh, for his tryout tape for the Minnesota Timberwolves announcer, stadium announcer. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> I think you should do that Jeez. before. <laughs> what do you think, Steve? That's a rough start. Isn't three, Steve? three, two, yeah, one. Three, two. Yeah, go. From Kentucky, he's seven foot tall, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> what do you think? Is that like, it kind of sounds a little like the Chicago Bulls guy who used to do that. Well, that's an impressive that that or, be good. Do they all sound the same? Do they all sound the same? I don't know. Steve, you know, oh, you're a basketball guy. <laughs> that's Why are you laughing, I don't know, man. We <laughs> did you get the job, Tim? No, he didn't get no, the job. He didn't no. get the job. No, he, he's working <laughs> with us. If he got the job, he wouldn't be working with us. Oh man. All right. Well, that's our their loss. Their their loss our gain. Their loss our gain. I thought it was good, Tim. I thought it was really good. Oh, thanks. Uh their loss argument. A bunch of listeners are going to now email us with Tim with uh, with lessons for Tim's announcing career. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was, uh, well, that was. I thought it was pretty good. Well, here's the thing. I applied for the job via YouTube, so I was a little bit of a, at a disadvantage because you could show up to the I knew target you did. I knew there was something that you did yeah. with the Timberwolves. I knew you tried for something. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, okay. you're right. I yeah. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I had, see, I got a good memory. Uh, okay, so uh, Jim's the fellow's name. Yes. Yep. And he sent he sent in the the, the uh, email to uh, what? Give give the email address for people. Hank Haney, golf at Outlook dot com. Okay. All right. That's where you can send it in. All right. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay. So. Steve, are you going to do the reading? I, of I this, can do the reading. Do I've done. I've done a little. Uh, I've done a little artistic license on this. It's a long, very long poem. You can said you can tell that Jim has worked hard on this. But it's the title of this okay. poem, Hank, and it has Tim Tim Minnesota. So you Tim, may have embellished this a little bit. Uh, I, I edited it a little bit because it is so long. It is so long. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, it is. All it's right. a whole page here. So I've edited it oh, down. Okay. You're, you're going to be able to get the flavor of this, Hank. It's it's. It's okay. really, it's, it's from the heart. He wants to help Tim. He wants to help him find a love connection. He's giving him some advice. And, you know, you talk about the two-way, the misses, your big miss. The title of this Tim's poem. Tim's a great, and let me tell you about Tim. Tim is a great guy. He, he goes to, you know, church on Sundays. He uh, feeds the homeless people on Thanksgiving, 102 sandwiches. Um, he loves bowling. He loves shooting baskets. Um, he's, uh, he's got a good job, uh, brand new car, uh, Buick Encore, four wheel drive. If you got, if it's snowing out and you get stuck, I mean, a lot of things going in his favor here. A lot of things. Yeah. And, and this listener, Jim, he, he really wants to help him. Do we know we, we, Tim has got a lot of great attributes. Now, let me go ahead and read this here, Hank, for you. Um, I'll do my best here. It's good. The title of the poem is Minnesota Tim's Two Big Misses. 
We talk about the big miss. Okay, Okay, here we go. Yeah. In three, two, one. How could such a good guy not have yet been chosen? Could it be you broadcasted that your Johnson once got frozen? You did do you remember that. that? Remember a, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that was that was when he went. He went on a. On a uh, that was the bad marathon, run. The marathon run. Yeah. Uh, under under uh, below freezing, wind chill minus uh, a lot up in Minnesota, and he wore the thin running gear and uh, froze his Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stanza stanza yeah. number two. Tim, this is some advice for Tim. Tim, it's the profile and the date. A two-way miss that you're now in, buddy, you're in no position to be naming a possible love connection, Miss Butchin. <laughs> Remember, he did that too. Wait, he did that, that one, too. That was a bad, yeah, that was a bad, that was a bad move. I, I, and, and we got him in trouble, Steve, because we talked about that, and I think he got in trouble. With he lost, the, he um, lost, uh, he lost a prospect. Well, he had one, he was looking for a comeback on, and he, and it didn't happen because oh. we, we, we cost him. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, that, that's partly our fault. I mean, we, uh, he, he made it through round one, and he thought it was looking good for round two. Uh, I think the girl listened to the show. And uh, she hadn't even been named yet, but she listened to the show, and that was it. That was all. She, she headed for the hills. She was out of there. See you later. It wasn't going to work out anyway, so it's Tim. But better for Tim, anyways. But um, <laughs> you know, easy, 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 hard, easy come, easy go, or hard to come, easy go, or something like yeah. that. You know. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. it uh, but you know, but how he's, he's taking did do, it to he heart. did do the new pre, he did do the new description, didn't you? The Tim? bio. Yes, I did. Yeah. Bio. Yeah. I did How's that bio. working out? It's working good. Talking to somebody else right now. Yeah. Okay. See, there you go. Well, that, now that was a tip for me. Maybe, uh, maybe Stevie should work in the uh, 102 sandwiches for. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Maybe a little something about that yeah. would would help yeah. him too. That'll that'll tug at somebody's heart. Here's a Jim's got some more advice here on stanza three. Hank, here we go. Tim, you're now a celeb, yet your moves they be lame. You're an I hard dude now. You gotta up your game. Get to Aldi or Trader Joe's. Price is not too steep. Steep, excuse me. Price is not too steep. Bad food for these nice women. I messed that up here. That's hang. I'm, uh, redo. This, this redo. is a tongue twist. This is a tongue twister here. Okay, redo. we're gonna redo that. Okay, redo. okay. Tim, you're now a celeb, yet your moves, they be lame. You're an iHeartRadio dude now. You gotta up your game. Get to Aldi or Trader Joe's. Price is not too steep. Food for these nice women is approaching Steve Johnson cheap. Ooh, that's a little shot of yeah, you, Steve. Yeah, what, what, what did I? I didn't deserve that. <laughs> oh. But you know what? That's a good point, Tim. You know, it's nice to have some food there at the house when you invite them over. Steve does not go cheap on food. No, no. He, food, goes, to, oh, yeah. he, he goes to Whole Foods. Yeah. And what you can do if you go to Whole Foods yeah, is you save the, the bags from Whole Foods. Ask for paper, paper or plastic, ask for paper. And when you get a paper bag, save it. And you can also use it as a backpack. I like, like it. Yeah, that's or, it's open or, face, or, open or face luggage, or a briefcase, or a suitcase. It can be all the above. Or when you go to, like Steve, when you go to San Diego, you can take your your Whole Foods bag. <laughs> yeah. Just go open. Like I have a friend who used to do that, uh, Rufus Abbott. He 
He went. He went. He he used to have a Sunset grocery bag that he traveled with. That was a suitcase. I said, "Do you have Do you have any uh, a suitcase? Pick him up at the airport. Do you have a suitcase? Nope. He went open face. They said <laughs> open face. It's called open face suitcase. So Steve, you can use that. It costs you a little more money for food, but you save on suitcases and backpacks and uh, briefcases. That's nice. That's good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that to heart. Uh, old Jim took a shot at me, but that's okay. I mean, it's, this is all this is all for Tim. And here's the grand finale. Here we got two stanzas here left. He says, "We will try to be patient. We'll all take our time. Want that profile to stand out? Let's whip up a rhyme. Your progress we will observe, so you'll find dates who are nice, maybe good enough, in fact, to take fishing on the ice." <laughs> that's what I really want to see. There you go. That's what I want. I want to see. Yeah, that was yeah, from our Tim man. Goes ice fishing. That was from our man Jim, and uh, took a lot of time doing it. Now we appreciate it. Well, I like that. That's what do you think, Tim? Pretty good stuff. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, and uh, the 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 entire version was just as funny, but we had to cut it down a little bit. Uh, but man, it was just I the first time I read it, even though it was taking shots at me, I just couldn't help but laugh. I was laughing so hard. Oh man. Yeah, it was good. Are you sure that living in Minnesota, that cornfield in your backyard, um, ice fishing's the number one sport, and are you sure that FarmersOnly.com is not an option? That's not an option. I can't get into FarmersOnly.com. That's even more expensive okay. than Match.com. I think I'm not oh, sure. See, see, this is that. See, this is what the the the, the thing is. I, I thought that was probably a problem. It's the cost of it, isn't it? Farmers only? I honestly don't know the cost of it. I just made that up. Okay. All right. All right. If it's a cost issue, don't let that get in your way. Well, you made a good, you know, Hank, you made a good point before. I'm going to change my philosophy. Even if I don't go with the best, I like your your approach of seeing what the best is, and then the next step down is going to cost the difference in the price. I like that. Rather than going from, no, from lowest to you highest, do that. go from highest yeah. to lowest. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm, I'm going to adapt to that. No, you don't. You don't start off at the lowest. You start off at the best, and you figure out how much it costs. And you think, okay, now uh, you know, that's a little expensive for me right there. I wasn't thinking about spending that much money. Uh, so just so I can, what am I missing if I go to this one? I like. And do that. I really need? And do I really need what I'm missing? Maybe maybe you don't even need that thing. That that's that extra thing. Right. And then you work your way down from there. But you can't start at the bottom and think this is going to be okay because it's not going to be okay. You're going to have a regret. It's called buyer's remorse. You're going to buy it and you're going to think you should have bought the other one or then you're going to, or you're going to end up having to buy the other one, and, you know, which is a, called a do and redo, which is the worst thing you can do. Well, my, I've known you for 30-something years, Hank, and this is the first time you've ever told me about that. Why you're holding out? Well, I mean, I got a lot of life's lessons, Steve. Wow. A lot of life's lessons. I'm going to adapt yep, to that one. Of, I'm going to use that lessons. one. I'm using that one. All right. All right. Good. Okay. We're going to take a break, uh, hear, hear from our sponsors, and we come back. Uh, we've got some uh, good good phone calls that people are, are called in. Our number, Tim, what's our number people can call in? 833-426-5763, extension 801. All right. And uh, Minnesota Tim will be on the, the call, and we'll uh, get to some phone calls when we come back on the Hank Any Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back to the uh, podcast. Uh, Tim, we got some calls lined up. Uh, who's uh, first in line? Yeah, I think we should get to uh, my cousin Jacob. He called in, and uh, you know you guys have been on me about this uh, shirt off thing. And what's actually kind of funny is my shirt off's right now. Um, but anyway, so... Oh, that's a great visual for us. Yeah, great. Steve, aren't you enjoying That's really good. Yeah, he FaceTimed me earlier, Hank. It was not pretty. Okay, okay. So explain the shirt off thing. It's it, the, the, Let me explain it for what I know of it. And then, t- Tim, you tell me if I'm accurate or not. When you go to weddings, uh, you know, you go to a wedding, you're all uh, dressed up. You got a, a, a coat and tie and, um, I, you know, most most people, you know, it depends. So like Tim, Tim went to a barn wedding which I don't think he had to wear a coat and tie to that one to the barn wedding, but maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, which is, I've never been to a barn wedding. Have you, Steve? No, never. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But he went to a barn wedding anyway, uh, dressed up, ready to go. 
And then they have the dance. So they got a dance floor set up. Uh, they got a band or DJ or whatever at the wedding. And then they have the, you know, everybody starts dancing and, it, and the, you know, everybody's like surrounding the dance floor and Tim takes his shirt off. This is what he does. Okay. And he's known for this. This is a, like something that he's kind of famous for. He said the fans like it. The fans love it. Yeah. He gets, it gets a big round of applause. Everybody likes it. I'm not, you know, they, they, I, I've seen a picture of this actually. I, I got a, I got a picture of this. And some of the people standing around the sides looked like they didn't know what they were, they weren't quite sure what to make of it. But anyway, that, that, this is a part of Tim's ritual. So that's, that, that's what he's talking about right there with the, with the shirt off. I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. All right, Tim. All right. So here's the phone call. Hank, it's uh, Jacob, uh, a cousin of Minnesota, Tim. And last week on Friday, I heard a story about how he was telling everybody that Everyone at a wedding was taking off their shirts, and I'm just here to say I can confirm because it was my wedding. In his defense, and in oh. our defense, it was August 11th in Minnesota, so it was very hot and muggy. I actually was out of commission for part of my own wedding due to heat exhaustion because it was an outdoor wedding. <laughs> but during the dance, there was a great song playing, and Tim led the charge, taking off his shirt, and I followed suit. And before you know it, there were about 20 family members shirt off, whipping them around in the air, jumping up and down, dancing, and it was it was a hectic time. But Tim is definitely, Minnesota Tim is definitely the, the ringleader. So he, he is speaking the truth. So this is a real thing. Does. Love the podcast. Uh, All right. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, that would be Jacob, the uh, cousin? Yes, I was the best man in his wedding. And he it was his wedding, and he went shirt off too. Yep, he wow. went shirt off. Our cousins and uncles went shirt off. Everybody took their shirt off. Oh man! Wow, wow the parachkas, a, the parachkas encourage. That's a disrobing. that's a uh, that, that's a like tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like Thanksgiving tradition. Well, you got do you have any Thanksgiving traditions, Tim? That you do that are there's a, a little weirdness in there? No, not normally. I mean, if there's a little snow on the ground, we'll go sledding. Um, sledding. But, yeah. What do you do? Do you slide down on a box, or what do you do? <laughs> No. Well, what do you mean? What's what's so funny about that? You, a lot of times people sled on boxes. We take out our real sleds. Cardboard box. You put a cardboard box, wax it, wax on, wax off. Put a little car wax on the bottom of the box, and you're you're good to go. That thing will fly down the street, or maybe a saucer. Remember, remember the uh, you remember uh, Christmas vacation? Yeah. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Wax that thing Cousin up. Cousin Eddie. Cousin <laughs> Eddie. Seriously. It sounds like Tim's almost. Uh, you know, he's put off a little bit because up in Minnesota, they go with the real deal, Hank. He's got his real sled. He's got what kind of sled? sled. Red, Red Rider? Red Rider sled? No, I don't know what kind of sled it is, but it's a big sled. Big sled. Heavy duty. How many, how many, how many men on the, on the sled? It can fit three or four. Oh, wow. Three or four. It's a biggie. Wow. Yeah. Is this in the garage? Is it, do you wax it up for the season? Do you, have you waxed the sled? Is it ready to go? It's ready to go. Because you got a snowstorm coming this weekend. Yes, we do. Yes. Yep, it's going to be snowing on Thanksgiving. It will be. Where yep. does a fella sled in your backyard? You got the Field of Dreams. It's a cornfield. There's not a lot of, it's, I don't see any hills back there. Where's Where's the, is there a, a, a snow hill, Minnesota yeah. snow hill that everybody goes sledding on? What's it called? Yeah, uh, it's not called anything. It's just at the elementary school. We drive five or ten, five to ten minutes and go set up on the, go sit up on the hill. And yeah. everybody gets going, huh? Yeah, everybody gets going, right. yeah. That's the big hill. 
All right, take some wax next time. I'm going to give you a little tip, okay? All right. Put a little wax wax on the sled. Okay, I like it. Go, go faster and go farther. All right. Yeah. We, also, yeah. we also got a call from uh, Caddy John. He wanted to weigh in about the President's Cup. You can call us 833-426-5763, extension 801. Here is Caddy John. Thank it's Caddy John in Atlanta. And I want to boil down the President's Cup to the key question, the key dilemma for the fan of the game. What do you do with the President's Cup? Like, what's the right thing to do? Do you just ignore it and treat it for the ridiculously substandard golf event that it is and just pretend it doesn't happen, pay no attention to it? Or is the right thing to do to criticize it for what it's become and its real relative lack of value? What's the right way to handle the President's Cup? Ignore or criticize? We all, we all need to know. All right, this is a good question. This is a good point. Uh, I, you know, here's, here's my thoughts on that. It's background TV. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it is. Background TV. It's like it's so going you, you on. You got the TV on. Yeah, you got the TV on. Uh, nobody's paying attention uh, to it really. But you know, once in a while, in between conversations or something, you have a look over at it, or your favorite player's hitting a shot, or a match is close at the end, and maybe you, you get a little glued in there for the last hole just to see if so and so can beat so and so. And it's just nice background TV. It's kind of like the, you know, the the skins game, the match, whatever. That's pr- pretty much background TV too. I mean, it's not really a competition. It's an exhibition, and, and but it's an exhibition. You already know what the outcome is going to be too. I just, just think it's nice background TV. I guess I don't. I, I don't think how it's ever going to be anything though. And I just don't see it. I mean, in years and years and years. I mean, all the years is how long has this thing been going on? Has it gained anything? I mean, is it? Has it gained anything since it first began? No, you know, early on, Hank, we had a lot of Australians that were really top golfers, you know, so they didn't get in the Ryder Cup. You got the Greg Normans, you've got the Ian Baker Finches, you've got the the South Africans like the Nick Prices and all that. I mean, they they had a formidable teams back then, although they, they didn't do very well against the Americans. But you could see that there could be some type of valued and meaningful competition. But now... I mean, I, I think almost Ernie Els thinks it's even a joke. He's the captain of the international team. He's picking a bunch of young guys. It, uh, I'm, uh, I well, gosh, they got I, they got some good Australian players. They got Leishman. They've got uh, Adam Scott. They got an original Mister Giddy, Jason Day. Yeah, yeah. They got the Hideki Matsuyama. He's yeah, on there he's too. Good. Yeah, um, Joaquin Neiman. And have you ever yeah. watched him play, Hank? Uh, he won, didn't he? He won the uh, uh, wraparound. He won a yeah. rapper. Yeah. Uh-huh. He got, a, he got now, a rapper. Now, would you, Caddy John, it was almost a, a sarcasm to Caddy John's voice. Would you put more weight in the President's Cup or the, the match between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson? Which weight would you put more more emphasis on? What, what would I rather watch? Yeah. Yeah, because you said that was background TV, too. The match. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably rather watch the Presidents Cup just because there's more matches. Because if the if the match turns out to be a blowout, then you know what is then it's going to really be boring. You know they can if they if it's a blowout at the Presidents Cup, they just show you another match, something that's kind of close or something. But none of it really interests me. 
Uh-huh. I mean, I you know, it's, it's background TV. I like to see what guys do under pressure at the end, but I'm not really sure if there's pressure. Do they really care? Well, I mean, they don't. Yeah, they don't want. They don't want. They, they don't, don't want to lose. Beat. But I know they don't want to lose. But I mean, it's not really like. That's not like they're putting for a PGA Tour win or a major championship win or a, you know, or a hundred dollars or a hundred thousand. They're not putting for anything. But the big news last year, Hank, was, or the last time they played this two years ago, was that could the U.S. team close out the international team after two days of competition? I know they call me the great predictor, but I want your opinion on this. Do you think that the U.S. team will close out the international team after day two this year? No, I don't think so. No way. Okay. No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think the U.S. team is. Uh, I I I predict that it it could be uh, closer than it should be. Really? You know, you're starting to think like me now. I want to see a good match. I want to see a good one. <laughs> well, it'll it'll probably be closer than it should be. How about that? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, just if there's an upset, it could, you know, this it would be a big story. But I don't see that happening for mm-hmm. sure. The U.S. is so much better. It should be a wipeout, but I don't think they'll wipe them out in two days. I think it'll take them three. All right, what what else we got, Tim? You got any more calls? Uh, we don't have any more calls, but I'd love to ask you guys this email question to end the show here. Okay. All right, let's do it. And then this will lead into Steve's golf schools here. Um, so this email comes in from Jacob. He goes, hey, guys, wondering if you can help me out. I'm really struggling hitting my six and seven irons for some reason and can't and can't seem to get any distance. Ball flight is pretty low, and it usually is a slice. He's a lefty player, and he, he continues here. What's weird is I have no issue flushing my eight iron all the way to my wedges, and I'm pretty good with the driver and hybrid. Just wondering if you can help me out or send me some tips. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's start with a little analysis there. Uh Steve, what 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 do you what do you think? I mean, that's Well, I mean, he's iron. hitting he's hitting a low slice. So he's got a, a club that comes in on a steep angle, a, a downward hit. Too much of a downward hit is going to create kind of a slice. Club face open to the path and uh and also low. Low and slice. Not a good combination, Hank, for good playing. Low slice. Yeah, there's different it? ways to hit it low. One one way is to hit down too much, like you're saying. And that's if he's slicing, you'd probably think he's hitting it hitting it low because he's hitting down on it also. When you hit down, then you're better when the clubs are more lofted. When they've you know, because anytime you hit down, you're de-lofting the club. Right. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is he's because of the slice and because of the fact that he hits it low and because of the fact that he doesn't hit well with his straighter face clubs, six or seven iron is what he's talking about. You'd think that he doesn't have enough loft on the club at, at impact. Then he opens the face and then he gets that, that slice or not enough loft on the club coming down into impact. And that would be the first thing. The fact that he hits his hybrid, okay, well, that's that club has more loft. The fact that he hits his driver, okay, I guess that could you could say maybe that's because it's teed up. Um, but the the first thing that comes to mind is he's probably hitting down too steep of an angle. That would right. be the, the the first first part of the analysis there. You know, it, 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 it decent analysis in terms of like okay, he told us what his ball flight was and everything. I'd like to know you know how how deep his divots were if he's hitting down too much that that because that's our our first suspicion. 
So that that could have been uh, something. Does he hit off the toe? Does he hit off the heel? Try to include th that kind of information too when you're given it. Because we're just trying to, what we're doing is trying to take whatever it is these people tell us, and then we're trying to turn it into a picture. Now, when they send in their their uh, videos to golf schools at hankhaney.com and Steve, you and the guys analyze, of course, we want them to include this information. And of course, you got the video of their swing. But when we don't have the video of their swing, and we're doing it just here on the podcast, then we're, we're having to try to, figure out okay what does this swing look like right and our best guess is it looks like you're hitting down too much mm -hmm. so try to try to get a more level swing uh, maybe some practice swings with the club up off the ground as if you were hitting the ball on a real high tee get the club to swing more around your body and uh, that will shell you out a little bit and get you coming in at a, at a better angle of approach and you'll at least start hitting the 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 these six and seven irons better because the loft will be better on those clubs. And that's also a good step towards fixing the slice, which is the big thing you need to do because as I've always said, the road to Gagoff does not go through a slice. You can go from slicing to hooking to Gagoff. You can go from hooking to learning to fade it and you're at great golf, but no one has ever gone straight from slicing to Gagoff. It just does not, does not happen. It's not a, a road that takes you to that uh, that place that you want to be. Guys, good stuff. Yeah, Jacob can always send that video in, golfschools at hankhaney.com. We'll give him the, give him the once over. Yeah, yeah and, that's what uh, we hey, I want do. you guys, before you say goodbye, Hank, I want to ha you have a great Thanksgiving, and you know, I hope all of our listeners have a great Thanksgiving, especially our military people that are overseas. Um, wish they could uh, have some pumpkin pie and all that. Uh to celebrate Thanksgiving and we appreciate what they're doing. And, uh, yep. yeah, of course we do. That's good all stuff, I have. Steve. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, that's, that's, <laughs> good. That's, all, that's it. That's what you got. I'm always tearing up, man. I, I had to stop. <laughs> I was tearing up. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving too. Good stuff. Tim, you got, you got anything to say for yourself there? Uh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, the homeless people, the people overseas, family members, Hank and Steve, happy Thanksgiving. The homeless people. How did, how did you just fit them into your dedication there? <laughs> That's interesting. Dedication. Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve yeah. tells all the military to have a happy Thanksgiving. You, you, you're, your dedications to the homeless people. I like it. All right. Well, every, yeah, hey, we're trying to get the, we're trying to get the full spectrum, Hank. Well, we're all the same. You know what? That's yeah. that's the bottom line. You know, yeah. we're all the same. Some more fortunate than others, but we're all the same. You know, that's that's the that's the bottom line. Uh, great, great job today, guys. Always, always fun being with you. Uh, good stuff, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back uh, after Thanksgiving on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Kaney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.